0: So
1: Jeff Hurst, the trailer
2: booking at Billy Box. Downloading the road Western for them, just a podcast.
1: just a podcast.
3: Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. PODCAST! Whee!
0: I'm
3: trying to be Season cheery.
0: 7,
3: episode 8. I'm trying to nine? be cheery because I'm back. It's 8. Episode 8, but it's Wait. take 2. Okay. Um, I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean.
4: Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, Georgie Georgie. Welcome back after okay. your honeymoon then your sickness and then whatever you've been doing for the last 400 weeks it's not it wasn't a honeymoon what was it then it was just a holiday engagement holiday yeah we have told the listeners all about know, your engagement heard, and your illnesses and everything else
3: i listened and i'm here with john hello john
5: hello how are you i'm wonderful how are you yeah,
3: really good,
1: thanks. Nigel, Nigel joins us. Hello, Nigel. I do indeed. Hello. Are you in your shed? I'm in my shed. Very <laughs> nice. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> now. I'm going to have a T-shirt made with that. I'm in my shed. I'm in my shed.
3: Uh, so we have one game to discuss to start us off today, which was the enthralling uh, tie between West Ham and Swansea on Saturday. So I know we we all made it Nigel you weren't you weren't planning to make it but you made it in the end are you he left you, early though did you yeah, I was going to say did you see the goal
1: no I, I, I heard the booing when Sacco came on and I thought blimey some people I just can't be pleased can they but still
4: we didn't boo in uh, the lower tier it must be an upper tier thing well
1: I was downstairs on the concourse walking round so just to see no one booed us. around us. We, oh, we the we old booed stadium booed. Home. It sounded like the old stadium. No way! I'm telling you now. I was down by the big screen at the bar, and they announced that Chicorito was coming off, and they were, ooh, And I thought, oh my life, get a grip, people.
3: But don't you? I think that that reaction was because he'd taken Hernandez off rather than. Saco yeah, was it,
4: was, it wasn't It was for Sacco. I don't think that was booing Sacco. No, it was I, booing Billich yeah, for taking Hernandez off. It was. It yeah, was. No, I think you're
1: right. But it just shows you how fickle fans can be, isn't it?
4: Yeah, some leave at 75 minutes. <laughs> some
1: weren't supposed to be
4: there, to be fair, so he was happy to leave. That's
1: you're something. either in
4: or you're out, Nigel. You can't be half in and half out. Well...
1: Listen, all the effort I made to get there, I was—I think I should be get a medal for watching seventy-five minutes of that crap.
4: Well, afterwards we tried—we tried to gatecrash a party, and I—I I almost got uh, roughed up by by the uh and the, in the Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: having having already been beaten up by the um steward.
3: Oh no! In don't in
4: give away that! Don't oh, give I away the that steward way. story oh, early. Oh. Now, that's it.
3: So let's quickly talk about the game and then Sean can get yeah. to his update on being moan-handled by a police um. I've stewards, been sorry, moan-handled. <laughs> uh, so, football. You know who let's I talk am. about on the pitch first. Um, what did everyone think? I mean, I personally thought it was one of the worst performances I've seen for a very, very long time. It was very disjointed. Um, there wasn't any creativity or... or Will to create anything, and it, uh, and we said I think during the game that you know it looks like they don't really want to be playing for him. Did anyone else see it differently?
5: Oh, yeah. I agree. I was with you. We discussed that. It looked to me like there wasn't the effort there, and I, I we actually I think I might have said it it's the first time. We don't look like they're playing for him, but yeah, it was a pretty poor game all round, wasn't it? So we all agree on that
4: I don't think we were we looked like we were playing at home we looked like we were playing an away game um, you know we we didn't have the majority of the possession and you'll see that when we do stats later um, um, and we just didn't want to attack it was like we were just you know, Swansea had turned up with a really poor record and we were sort of going come on then come and attack us or we'll get you on the break and you're thinking we're playing at home there was no passion, there was no desire, there was no pace. We were just completely devoid of ideas. And I know you're going to say I'm starting early. There's only one man to blame, and that's the manager. And I agree with John. It looked like, it looked like the players weren't playing for him. And and a, and a journalist, a Belize journalist, came out later and said, Billich has lost the dressing room. And, and you'd think, well, who is this guy? It doesn't matter. But you know who he is? He was in the same car as Diafro Sacco. Diafro Sacco gave this journalist a lift home. And, and at the same time he's saying Billage has lost the dressing room. So make up your own mind on that. Um I'm not saying he has, but there was something very bizarre yes, going on, on Saturday. You are kind of saying that's, he is. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I am. <laughs> I suppose I am. But this, You would agree you said it as well John and so did you George we all said it it looks like they're not playing for him anymore
5: Yeah I said it looked like it for the first time I can honestly say they don't look like they're putting the effort in but I have, I'm i not sitting here saying he has your one is saying he has so there he is There it is Nigel do you see it
1: the
3: same way? Well I I, I
1: can't say that I thought they weren't playing for him i will say the Sean you say Swansea were poor all their points I think have come away from home so actually away from home they're not poor so they looked very organised they lacked up front and we lacked s- seemingly everywhere he went <laughs> 4-4-2 didn't he and <laughs> it just couldn't it, it didn't seem but to did gel did he though? well did he? It like it to me yeah he did look like it to me. I was quite Hernandez playing
5: You're high was, enough up. quite out on the right again, wasn't he? Who was? He wasn't up front. Hernandez looked like he was out on the right quite a lot still.
1: Uh, well, it seemed to me that he, he kept dropping deep, trying to pick the ball up. He was getting frustrated a lot. There was times we broke and we didn't seem to have anyone. There were times Andy Carroll was out wide, crossing the ball in, um, right. where... I think it was IU who sort of got his head to a flick header that went into the keeper's arms. It was one of them games Can't where you've got to be, you be pleased you won the game and you just walk out. I'm surprised at the reaction, I must admit. I am surprised at the
4: negativity coming out after that. I am. How did Andy Carroll get man of the match? And, and even even um, Bish on, on Twitter was saying, who was apparently at the game, um, He was inspirational. What Does, did anyone here believe that Andy Carroll was inspirational or deserved anywhere close to man of the match? No,
5: well, no, 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 no. but who was man of the match? And you know, in, in it, it would yeah, be Sacco, didn't it? Yeah, to be honest, so well, I can't say
1: because I didn't oh. see Sacco come on, so I mean, for me, yeah. man of the match. Mark Noble.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because he was born in Barking. He comes where you from in
1: Town. Why not give it to him? Pop the West Ham boy. That's who I'd give it to. Look, when they pick Andy handicapped in the match, you know it's just because they want their photo done with him. So, yeah, that's why they do it. It's not the first. Yeah,
5: thing. we all know that. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? But it's just. To be fair, the reaction has been. It's been the talk of um, all the phone-ins, all the radio today. West Ham fans leaving early, West Ham fans doing this, West Ham fans that, you know. So,
4: well, Swansea um, didn't even take the full allocation, and so there was there was that that, that top tier, the away tier, takes one thousand two hundred, so that was completely empty. But it's all right because they still sold out. It was still a sellout, John.
5: Yeah, well, that's you and your world, Sean. It was a sellout.
4: They sold the 1,200 tickets elsewhere because there's 66,000 seats in the stadium, right? 6,000 of them are covered up, which means there's 60,000 seats. They sold them, but no one's turning up. They estimate around 47,000 people turned up on Saturday out of 57,000 tickets sold. So who are the 10,000 people that bought a ticket... And didn't turn up. Well, I tell you, one of them is Nigel's second <laughs> ticket for his son. She didn't use that, did you? So there's one of them. Am I right no, or am I wrong? Right.
1: But as I've said before, I've and got no shame. I did exactly the same at a bowling. Um, it will be used a lot more this season. Now that um, my, my daughter's boyfriend's going to come and join us. So um, Yeah.
4: You know, if you miss seven, you lose oh, yeah, your ticket. Yeah, but
1: there's a way to beat that, isn't it? Because as I walked in, I badged a card How? in. So I walked in on the adult and badged the kid oh. in. <laughs> There's a way to beat the system. Don't you worry about that. All oh, right.
4: Okay. I still still feel you're cheating the system. Yeah, I must admit. Just you're cheating that, a West Ham fan out of I just think I could have
0: bought
1: three quarters of a pint of cider at the stadium if I'd have sold my ticket
5: that's all you got a choice of and side and or three longer, quarters
4: so. of a pint yeah. I could have bought for what they would have offered uh, more of that later we've got a catering well, segment I was, I was going to say later.
5: Sean that's, that
3: segues quite nicely into the, the catering yeah. if you wanted to do that
4: well we don't because we, we've, we've still got to do the <laughs> stats <Yeah. Okay. laughs> and and the gaffer we've got, to, we've got to keep these things on the running order come on just because you've been missing you can't you can't suddenly start making up as you go along George
3: no but I'm all about the editorial output Sean so you know if, if it feeds in nicely you know, sometimes okay. you can move the right. running order around. Let, now, let now, John now we tell talk, his story Now we've talked about it, it's sort of ruined. So let's just stick to the running order. Um, <laughs> stat attack: West Ham had 43%, Swansea had 57%. We had nine shots with four on target. They had six shots with one on target. So you know, uh, possession-wise, we we didn't dominate at all. But it looks looks like we were trying harder to
4: score and looked more likely to score if you look at the shots. But, but good for Sacco comes on 90th minute we're all saying it's a nil-nil draw um, but he's motivated let me tell you I've just found out and we found out on Clarence Hugh that he's on a new deal and that new deal is he used to be on 27 grand a week he's now on 33 grand a week basic every time he comes on he gets 30 grand appearance money if he's on the bench instead, he gets fifteen grand, and he gets ten grand a goal. So that's his motivation now, money, and it's always been money.
1: So they gave him a new deal. Oh, good
4: luck to him. I'm just saying he's oh. on a new deal. I'm not saying when he got that oh. new deal. Nigel, was that
5: when I'm the, just saying, the pantomime season was in the um, transfer window when he went to the races
4: and I all ca- that? I can't tell you that. I don't have that information. But all I'm saying is the package is on now.
3: Mm. And when did that change?
4: <laughs> September
5: the 1st. He can't tell you that.
3: Uh, Sean, do you want to introduce the next part now we've done uh, the stat attack? I think next on the running order is this.
4: Sure, sure. Let's see what the gaffer had to see. Slavin, congratulations.
6: Uh, relief, I'm sure, at the end. Talk us through your emotions, though. It's a relief. I mean it's great three points for us. Uh, uh, we started well, first 10 minutes, we, we got a great chance and we were now from foot, but then after that it was it was simply not good first half once, when we were doing like basic mistake in passing where we were too close to each other when we had a ball and when they have a ball, they didn't create a lot apart from that shot from Bonnie, but uh, they had much of the ball on our half of the pitch, so it wasn't good. Uh, and so, at the half-time, uh, we tried in one hand to calm the team down, but also to demand to come with much more aggression in the second half, and then we started better, and then as as the game dragged on, we were more and more neutralising them with the ball, and uh, then especially when we put some players like Lantini, and after that with Artur, and with the Afrosako, uh, it gave us three points. We started to create more. We started to be more present in front of the box with more players, and uh, we knew that that we're going to have the advantage on the flanks, that on the wings. Where we, that's why we put Arthur there as well to put some quality balls in. In the end, he done he done a couple of them, and from one of them we scored.
0: Must be particularly satisfying as a, a manager when a, a double substitution like that, that they link up for the goal and the Afro schools scores the winner because it, it wasn't particularly well received by the fans at the time, wasn't it?
6: Yeah, but you know, but it was the same against Huddersfield and the same against Spurs, so uh, uh, we wanted to do the, to do the same again. We have some quality players on the, the bench, and sometimes it's it's not only how the players who are playing playing uh, play but uh, we had the quality on the bench and we wanted to put them on and uh, it was definitely a good uh, good thing to do today in terms
0: of defa sacchi obviously he wanted to leave the club before the, the transfer window but you must be delighted with the the response from him since
6: yeah i mean he he i spoke to him and he's here and he's training good that's why he's he's playing almost every game for us and uh, he made a huge impact today. Uh, also, after the goal, with with his keeping the ball and running into the channels. And as I said, it is it is really it's all about the squad, and that was very well shown today, because they made a huge impact.
0: You mentioned the disappointing first half performance, yeah. and at times there was obvious frustration from the fans. How
6: yeah. difficult are the players finding it here at times? Well, it is very difficult. You know, to we started where we started on the front foot, but then after that. Uh, they they had much more of the ball and we were losing the ball very easy with simple passes and uh, it it drains the confidence out of the players and um, look we are under pressure of course and the players feel it and but at least especially in the second half they they showed uh, the determination they showed the character they showed the teamwork and that's what basically what gave us three points today.
0: You hadn't to shied away from calling three. it. Not necessarily must win, but you said it was a crucial game. Was that adding to the pressure on the players? Was that a gamble?
6: Oh well, it is. It was a crucial game, you know. No, no matter what what I said say to them before a game or or towards the game for a couple of days, the the players know they know from. Although it's early, uh, it was a crucial game, and uh, sometimes it gives you more determination. But at the same time, it can damage a little bit of the confidence and all that. But uh, to be fair, because of that, we won today's game. And because
0: of that, you go into the international break on the the back of a victory. Will that silence some of the questions maybe about your future for a couple of weeks
6: or so? It's not very important. uh, My position, all that I can say, that since the last international window uh, games till break, and this one we played four games we got two wins uh, we got seven points so we improved a lot uh, we got also three clean sheets which is very important and uh, it wasn't good we have to do better and we can play better but uh, we done well in the last month
3: what do you think of that john
5: um well you know he's glad and he? he's got the win so he's taking the positives out of what was quite a poor game but now he's got to take the positives and move onwards and upwards.
4: But didn't he say we had to do better?
5: I believe he did, yeah, I think he did.
4: I sent it to you earlier, John, so you could actually listen to it this time. What have you yeah. been doing all day?
5: Oh, I been, you wouldn't believe what I've done since I got him from work, but I'll tell you that. Oh,
4: you're just a West Ham blagger when it comes down to it.
5: There's only one blagger on this site. The
4: biggest West Ham
5: blagger. <laughs> Ever. Uh, so, Sean, sure, now we're
3: going to talk about catering. Can you believe it?
4: Well, no, actually, I think John should start this story, because John started this story. Uh, so he needs to tell you how this catering segment okay, came about. Okay, John, John, please please start us off.
5: Well, how did he suggest that I've started this story? apart? Well, you from did.
4: What, we, what did you a... say to me? You said, you need to talk to your mate. You need to talk to your talk mate. Talk
5: to your people and you said, find, you find out why. You need to talk why. to Karen
4: and get this sorted out.
5: How, how hard is it to have an alternative than just drinking lager? Cider at the bar last season, we went to the bars, tucked around the sides for a while. They had um bitters on draft, and then they started having tins of um Murphy's or whatever it was. They yeah, it was Murphy's different beers. So, how hard is that? And it was that was how I started this story. I was like, I've come to there, we've got in early because of all the checks and all of that. And what we want to do is go in there have a beer i don't want a pint of lager so, or cider or yeah. cider so you know we were with dave he didn't i mean he was drinking gin and tonics it's like you want some choice it's not that hard to have a few tins of they can say it goes out of date they can say it does this they can do but you know but get... we
4: just explained to our listeners um uh, just so they, they understand, we're in block one one three, so we're landlocked in our part of the concourse. So one side we've got Club London, the other side we've got the away. So we're limited. We're unable to walk around to other bars, etc. kiosks. Right. No, it is without leaving the ground. Yes, you you can. can't do that at half time, Nigel. Yes, you can. You can't. Not and have time you're, to do well, it. You're Don't going to be walking you around the inside, can aren't you?
1: Walk around the inside and go to the bar in front of the um,
4: in front of the big screen. I mean, I don't think they've got. Are oh, you are not going to make it in time and half time? It's fifteen minutes, oh, mate. Listen, your your little legs anyway, are anyway. You're spoiling the story. The story <laughs> didn't end there because it wasn't just lack of lag, uh, lack of bitter, was it, John? What happened then oh in the half time? Oh, would well, never that believe would, it, it. would you? You won't yeah. believe it.
5: We, we 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 only tried to get a hot dog, didn't we?
4: And they sold and that,
5: out. That was just too much to ask.
4: Not only hot dogs, but pies as well. No oh. pies, no hot dogs. And what did you say to the person behind Delaware North, behind the Kears? What did you say to them?
5: I said, didn't you expect us?
4: (laughs) Didn't you know we were coming? Didn't you know know there was a football game? It's
5: just ridiculous, but there you go. So, So, as a consequence, you've had a moan-up, have you?
4: I've had a Um, moan-up. So, John, you did say to me, "Well, why don't you talk to your mate Karen? So I wrote to Karen Brady this morning. Well, actually on Sunday. Um and as a result I spoke to the catering manager, Nick, um, who spoke to Richard at Delaware North. And as from John, this is this is this is what can be done, right? As from Friday, the um, Brighton game, there will be Murphys, there will be bitter available. They're gonna look at their wastage and they're gonna make sure they've got more hot dogs and more pies on for the Brighton game. So There you go. Hooray! Yay. What you want, John, we get. <laughs> what you don't realise is Murphy's actually the
1: Irish man that's going to be serving you. And he was still say, oh, I'm sorry, the bitters off.
4: <laughs> um, they did say that they only, sold, they only sold 43 cans of Murphy's. They only and sold what? 40, 40, 40, in our area, our whole area of those three bars, they only sold 43 was all cans seasoned. a game of Murphy's. A game. <laughs> I said, well, that was probably John then. A game, yeah. 43
5: cans a game so why don't you just have a, a crate of Murphy's there of like well, that's
4: und- what they're going to do just for you just they're going to un- stop Murphy's oh, just to stop them oh, I
5: don't, uh, don't know
4: 40... having the ache with the catering people
5: now I don't have 43 cans of beer a game do I but you know that's 43 people who will be happier Sean so well done well
4: done yeah. Sean and, and, and we're going to try and arrange a, a, a couple of free Drinks and a couple of free pies.
3: So, as well so, so. so Sean, what, what stage are you going to tell us about how you were treated
4: by the stewards? I
3: think everyone's
4: best. Oh well, me. yeah. So, um, I was assaulted. No, I wasn't assaulted. That would be a little bit of an exaggeration. Well, you may as well exaggerate. Um, you were exaggerated all night, really.
5: That story. It did get worse <laughs> and worse. That story. So here's a story.
4: <laughs> Post match, and it's related to the catering story. John yes. said, "Let's go and have a pint. Let's sup a pint of Iron Ale." under the party deck by the big screen and we said oh yeah let's do that that's sop some real um and we went to walk around the walkway at the back of the the lower tier on the west end which is where the bridges come across uh where that they've got that the trampolines and 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 the gaps um so we're walking along there and there's two stewards standing there, right in front of the director's box. Now, usually, apparently from a few games ago or last season, someone tried to spit and gesture and was rude and shouting obscenities to Karen Brady, and therefore did they stopped apologize. people walking past in the game, right? <laughs> but this is after this is long after the game. It's ten minutes. the the The, um, the director's box was empty, almost empty, certainly of directors. Anyway, um, John george and dave is with us Walked past i think john got sort of tugged back and he just shrugged him off and and so did george and he and they stopped me two of them one grabs me round the waist and the other one grabs me on the arm and they manhandled me and say you're not getting past me you shall not pass and i say there's no one at the director's box. Just let me through. My mates have already gone through. At this point, John's laughing, right? Not <laughs> helping me, I say. He's laughing. And they say, You've got to walk around the outside or <laughs> we're going to eject you. They're going to, they're
3: going to throw and you out. After and I said, they're,
4: going. Yeah. they're going to throw me out. And I thought, well, Go on then, throw me out then. Go on, try your luck. Throw me out. So I'm trying to be quite obstructive and say, No, I want to go through there. And there's no reason that you need to stop me going through there because there's no directors there. And, and lucky enough, you survived. A London Stadium one eight five uh, manager came to my rescue, and I don't he know said, who he is. Uh, "Leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's, he's, he's him the through.
3: most well-known West
4: Ham blagger
1: in the whole."
3: Of and
4: the he said, he said, he did say, uh, "Oh, these stewards are the bane of my life,
1: picking on the little
4: people." <laughs> so, so of course. Afterwards, I wrote to everybody I know at the club and London Stadium 185 to tell them this story, how I was beaten up by I wasn't beaten up by two stewards, how I was well technically it is assault, but I'm not <laughs> going to press charges.
5: You're going Hello? the first your first effort of telling someone is you're going I've been moan <laughs> handled,
4: moan uh, yeah. handled, but we yeah we were right we went, we went to the sports bar instead afterwards, and the end of this story is. We did finally get our hot dog in the sports bar in Canary Wharf. Thank God for that. Unbelievable. There's a a happy story, happy ending to the story.
3: So moving on, we have a new investor in the club. I don't really know much about him or what's gone on. I mean, Sean, I'm sure you've got the lowdown to share.
4: So his name is Trip Smith. And the thing to know is he, he's, a, he's an American. Well, actually, here's a little story, right? I'm going to tell you today. He's actually not an American billionaire. I wrote the story saying he's an American billionaire, and the Sun and everybody else has copied this. He's actually not a billionaire. He's actually a mo- hundred millionaire. He's got hundreds of millions of dollars, right? But he's not a billionaire.
2: and Airbnb, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
4: But I, it didn't sound right on the, the headline for Clarence You, so I said American so billionaire, and everybody's copied this now. But he's not an American you billionaire. Made it up, then. West Ham. Well, oh, he's got about 800. He's got he's got 700, 800 million. But you, you can't say multi-millionaire. It doesn't sound the same. So I said American billionaire. So you've he's got got all the got fans
1: excited. They think we're going to be bought by this American that we're going to win the league and then we're going to win the Champions League all yeah. off the back of this American billionaire. And that he's going to turn up and go, "So I've run out of money." <laughs>
4: <laughs> so he's he's not billion. Well, look, I'm telling the truth yeah. now, aren't I? he just, you know, you've only got so many characters in a headline. we he ended, ended up to... with Bobby. Anyway, apparently he likes football. He likes West Ham. He's,
5: your age there. He's, <laughs> he's... Your age.
4: he's a mate of David Sullivan. Oh, it's all gone down in um, and 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 you know, it's all friends now because I'm told that the Icelandics weren't very supportive. You Know they sat on the board and did very much. Um, I can't tell you what the, the deal was worth because it's confidential, but it's a lot more. So, originally, the whole West Ham in when the shares were first sold were 105 million pounds. So, David Sullivan had to actually had an option on these shares for the original price of, of 10.5 million. He didn't exercise that. Uh, and my understanding is Trip paid significantly more. There is a whole package. And that whole package, we don't exactly know what it is. but it's Well, more I read than somewhere shares. he paid 100 million. What He didn't pay 100 million. What was the percentage he gets? 10%. He gets 10%. Why would he pay 100 million? Who, who would say he paid 100 million? That would oh, value us a billion. Yeah. It's not true. But, but yeah. it
1: just shows yeah. now, this, okay. this shows why uh, the Icelandics chose Golden Sullivan uh, for the 50%. Yeah, because I've always said from day one, they chose them two with the 50%. With the promise of the Olympic Stadium, the rise in the share price means that they'll get more money back in the future for selling. So they got, how much have they, can we work out what they've had overall? Because they've obviously, well, the Icelandic sold 50% of the club to Golden Sullivan yeah. for 50 million.
4: Well, wow, they sold 50% and they yeah, sold then more. They sold
1: more. So they've had back, yeah. what, let's say they've had 150 million back.
4: No, they haven't. Nowhere near that.
1: Well, they could have got no. 100 million. Hold up. Uh, if they sold 50% of the club for 50 million, so in 2010, the club was worth 100 million. So they've
4: sold... Yeah. And they sold, they've they sold 80... They've they they've sold 90% of what? it at that price. 105 million. So they sold
1: yeah. 90% for what? 90 million?
4: Uh, More like 93. Right,
1: so what did three. they get for this 10%? Let's say they've got... 20, I can't tell million. you that. But it was... I mean, if the club's worth, what, 500 million, 10%, 50 million. Well, let's
4: just say, for instance, I, I, I can't tell you the actual figure, but let's just say, for instance, it was 25.
1: <laughs> let's say, for instance, it was 25. So the <laughs> club's valued at 250 million, yet apparently they've turned down 600 million bid the other, the other year, last year. Something right
4: there. Who no, did? Comment. No, no comment. No comment. But I've been told. Look, let me just tell you. This guy, he he bought privately. I know Blackstone own. I think Uber and they own Merlin Entertainment and things like that. This wasn't a Blackstone deal. This was Trip buying it himself. He's come to see a few games. He just wants to have a bit of fun. I'm told he's got no ambitions. I know people are speculating he's going to take over the club and Blackstone is going to take over the club. Absolutely not. I've been told cast iron not. Are the are the owners going to sell? I've been told cast iron. They're not going to sh- sell any more shares to trip, and they've got no plans to sell up. So there you go.
5: that's good because he's,
4: that's he's good. an American friend who will help increase the brand so in America. Oh, oh, cool.
5: another now in. Yeah. That's what, uh, what West Ham London. What it really means is it? It can all stay the same, can't West it? West Ham London.
3: Soccer. Moving on. So, Sean, there's been a load of polls today in, in the world of West Ham blogs, all
4: all yep. to do with, should we give Slav till the end of the season or get him out now? Well, you've been giving me a hard time. I've been saying consistently for several weeks, Slav has been given to the end of the season. John said, if you believe that. And I've been saying this on West Ham till I die. I've been saying on this podcast for several weeks, he won't get sat and whatever. No one's ever believed me. Suddenly, Darren Lewis, very well connected, and Ken Dyer say it today in, in the Mirror and Standard, and suddenly it's a big story. And this is what I've been saying all along. They I won't sack They're him. journalists. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a blagger.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> that deserved a drum roll or something, didn't it? Come on. <laughs>
4: the Slav polls uh the majority say out despite the majority yeah say. despite the win west ham social 68% say out 32% mean in, uh, say in and that was over 6000 people took place in that and then another one 42 said they're still for billich 58% out and that was but 4225 I can see the frustration I think even
3: though with the three points at the weekend I think uh, I think everyone's been a little more frustrated especially uh, now that they've Performed in that way, and and you know, like we said, it, it was it was evident that they weren't really that bothered. So I can I can understand why people are getting uh, what's the word restless.
4: Are you frustrated, George?
3: Yeah, I th- I think it's it's definitely frustrating watching that on Saturday. I mean, we've on paper we've got a, a really good squad, and it's just frustrating to see you know when they when they're not bothered like they were on Saturday, or they're being played out of position like they have been earlier on in the season. I think yeah, it is
4: frustrating. Look, they're going to let his contract run down, right, and replace him in the summer. I don't think they want to talk about it because it probably doesn't help West Ham and doesn't help the team. But that's the truth of it. But what they will, Let's what they on. will
3: talk about, is wanting to sell players in January already.
4: Yeah, and 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 Everton, there's been a story that Everton are prepared to pay what after they that story come start.
3: from. Yeah, where is that? Sorry, where's that
4: come from? What the Sun. That, that said Everton prepared to pay 20 million. They're, they're very close to Carroll. I can't by the way. read this one. Um, 20 million for Carroll after they want to replace Lukaku with Andy Carroll. And, um, and West Ham want 12 million for Sacco in, in January. And, and my question to to all of you is you know, if we got 20 million for Carroll, if we got 12 million for Sacco, should we let them both go in January? George? I'd say yes. Get rid of Carroll, but I I think keep hold of Sacco. I
3: know he's a tricky character, but I think given him a run in the team and getting back on side, he could be a valuable
5: player. And keep him fit. John? I agree with George. I think Carroll's, for all of the character and all the effort he shows, he's proven time and time again he can't play a run of games. And I would get rid of him if the money comes in, and I would keep Sacco if he's money-motivated. Put him on a deal like they've got him on, and play him, and watch them goals come. It strikes me as it's a, quite amusing that he's one of only two players that scored any goals this season. They've already put a price tag on him.
4: Nigel.
1: Um. Yeah. Get rid of Carroll. Keep Sacco. Sacco's goals. He's, he keeps proving it. I. You know. I know people slag him off for what happened, going off to Rens and whatever. It's. sorted out. He pulls the shirt on. He scores a goal. And,
4: uh... Well, I'm I'm going to be fairer to Saka. I think you didn't hear the whole story on on what happened when he went to France. I'm not sure the whole story will ever come out. I'm just saying there's two sides to the story. I'm not sure that him going off without any permission is exactly right. Mm. So okay. keep him. Yeah. But I say get rid of both of them. I've, I've had enough of Carol, and I think you know he'll only break down again. But I worry about Sacco and his back and I think you know, he's hardly got any contract left as well he'd be off for free anyway, soon how much has he got well, left on his contract? On,
1: you just said so he's, he's just... been put on a new one he's been put on a new deal he's got an he?
4: option for another 12 months, I said no, 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 but I, been I been been didn't say he's extended a new time deal. No, I said a new deal. I didn't say that he'd extended his contract, what, so did just,
1: I? It oh, runs out at the end of the year, but don't worry, because we're going to bung more money on you. We'll ignore you just walked off to France yeah. without anyone saying anything. But here's a few more.
4: Well, there's more know, to yeah. this. Sacks right.
1: back's crap. Look. I can't <laughs> go into all the details. <laughs> there's more to this story than to <laughs> say, <by> Nigel. <laughs> and we're throwing money at him. <laughs> no, not having it alright
5: all just right. put him on if they put him on parity with other strikers in the club he'd stay wouldn't he well,
4: if is, is, is it if he plays he gets 65 grand plus a gold bow. yeah right? but i was just he saying if you're say saying he's
5: only got 12 months he can go anyway and do nothing you know what I mean well, what are they, if they get rid of both of those players look at who they buy look at what they've bought in look at the money they spent for Ayu Arnautovic what are they going to buy really <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> AU, AU was getting a. T- I mean, I did a story today on Clarence Hugh about AU getting so much grief from from fans on social Where? media. Oh, please. um, and and there's two. There's a question here. There's a follow-up question, which is, is AU rubbish, right, and a really bad buy at 20 million, <laughs> or is is it Billich not getting the best out of AU? Mate, why do people
1: keep going oh, on about it? Billich? This is what's screwing this club down people keep moaning about Billets leave the man alone Jesus Christ
4: but you don't get if you play oh, a p- player out no. of in the, not his natural position no, in the end no. you're going to make him a bad player no, no Nigel Yeah,
1: players should be adaptable people moan people go oh, he's on 85 grand a week he should be able to kick a ball with two feet and then when the blokes put out on the left or out on the right they go well he's played out of position must be the manager's fault what a load of
4: old rubbish I tell you uh, excuse me, Look, I'm just going to rewind back to oh, when no, Sam no, Allardyce no. was Allardyce, in charge. Right, different because Allardyce A- hang on, was and, and you were like, slagging off Sam
1: Allardyce. of this club, I was against Allardyce, <laughs> Oh, my he we was appointed. From the day Allardyce walked into the club, I said, this is wrong, we've sold our soul down the river. i tell you what, there's people out there that go, oh, I'd rather have Allardyce back. Go fuck yourselves, you pricks. <laughs> It? Oh, yeah, the man, the man. After an song, he had another rant. I'll tell you, he's a plum.
3: Sorry. Nigel, let's let's move on to someone yeah. you're more keen on. Uh, you, you spoke to the West Ham legend. I saw Sean. You you called him a legend, and he disagreed with you. on He Twitter. did actually. Um, he, he... But you spoke to David Cross in 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 the I week. Did, yes, Nigel.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was an honour and a pleasure. Uh, half hour I wanted. It ended up being an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and we had like a nice 15-minute personal chat after. So, yeah, it was um, football, football friends. friends. Yeah, football it was. Friends. So <laughs>
3: but did you impress him with your uh, his I'd, historic I'd like knowledge? Think,
1: yeah, I did a bit of research on him. Um, but then stuff came to me that I remembered watching him play um, during the time I I wanted to concentrate just on his playing I didn't want to ask him about the current politics stuff with the stadium the managers and the way it's, it was just about his time at West Ham when he played for us and um, it, it went really well I hope
4: that, did you hear it boys it? If
3: you've listened yeah, well, to I've it? listened to it all but I've listened to some of it on my commute home and it sounds good I think you yep, did a great job
4: yeah uh, the pick up from me I one Probably one of them recommend it yeah so it's it's a separate episode um but the pick up from me was he talked about the players and said we were never hundred percent fit. He said at best we were only eighty five he said but basically we got and we only really earned money if we played. he said, so you had to play to earn you know half decent money uh, uh or and also you'd lose your first team place, so we played. Unless we had a broken leg, and and that just shows up the current modern footballer, you know, any tweak or anything, and they're not playing. But the, the likes of Crossy and and Bonds, they'd play whatever, wouldn't they? As long as, long, as, the long end, as they had two legs. Like in
1: 80-81, we played about sixty games that season. We got the League Cup final. Um, with uh, quarterfinals of the European Cup Winners' Cup. We got knocked out by Wrexham in the FA Cup in the third round, but that was after two replays, plus 42 league games. So they did all that. I think we only used 14 players, 15 players. So yeah. he played <laughs> in about 57, 58 games that season. And they, they smoked, they drank, they played on ship. and <laughs> had a crack diet, and they can still go out and perform the way they did.
4: So Andy Carroll well, should be alright, yeah. really, shouldn't he? He, do, he does all <laughs> of the other stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. But what, going back to what David Cross said on Twitter about being a legend, he mm. said Bobby Moore was a legend, Billy Bonds was a legend, I was a West Ham worker who scored goals. And that's the way he sees himself. I still think he's he's a bit yeah, of a legend. He
1: said it himself, he was a goal scorer. If people asked him, he said, that's what I, I did, they go "You use a footballer. He said, no, I was a goal scorer. That is what he went out to do. And he was rather good. At it. When you look at his record, I said if you compare his record, the Canyos at West Ham for four and a half season, David Cross scored double the goals the Canyos scored.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Well well now Nigel's broken his cherry. <laughs> um we have got a few more lined up. So we've got we've got phone numbers for uh Billy Bonds. We've got phone numbers for Phil Parks. We've got phone numbers for Tony Cotty. I spoke to Tony last week. We've got um, we've got phone numbers for Frank McAvenny, if you can understand him. Um, John Artson and uh, Bish. Uh, who else? I'll uh, tell you who I want if you can get well, it. We got I we want look
1: look a, a few
4: We have. Do
1: you reckon you can get that?
4: Really? <laughs> yeah. right, well, we we'll try. If if you know any. Uh, old West Ham footballers we haven't mentioned and you've got their numbers or you know how to contact you them. you think
5: talk, Nigel? Right about I'd, it?
1: He's, I've had a few exchanges with him on Twitter, funnily enough, and every time I've tweeted him, he's replied to me, even at the point where I asked him, does he still own his chip shop in Manchester? And he came back and went, yes, he does. Um... And I once got him to apologise. I think Sean even made a story out of the tweet on Claret and you. He even apologised once for these, the way West Ham was for him, the way it went. Um, yeah. So, but if you look back at his seven months, it was a turbulent seven months at the club that probably could fill up an hour's chat. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Get yeah. on it, Sean. We will, and we're going to do one with Harry Redknapp. We're going to get Ian Dale Trust to do me. a Harry Redknapp uh, interview. <laughs>
3: It's Excellent. time for this.
2: Of
3: it's Facebook Twitter question time. So, Sean, you put on Facebook earlier at facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast. Send us your questions, statements, fact or general rants for us to discuss during the podcast. Uh, we've got quite a few, so I'll whiz through them. Um... Paul Sanders says, do we really have to play a game at 4pm on Christmas Eve? Has that been moved?
4: Not yet, but I've run a story about this down Clarence Hughes saying... uh, Newcastle. There there is a chance that they've got to have two games, one at 4pm, one at 1pm. And of course, we've got a chance that it could be West Ham Newcastle from the Saturday. I know that Spirit of Shankly have written a statement about it, supported by the West Ham United Independent Supporters Association... Of all which of which Nigel around. is a committee member. Well, all was of it? them have signed. Um, they? Were you
1: consulted on that, <laughs> Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> was it? I think, was it supported? Will? Really? I know we. Like, yeah,
4: it says. It says if you go on the Spirit of Shankly website, I ran a story today, supported by West Ham United put a, Independent Supporters. You must out. know that it's if a, you're a committee member, is, Nigel
1: going to football on Boxing Day is the biggest argument in my household and it has been for years and personally I don't see a problem with football on Christmas Eve if we don't play on Boxing Day I'd rather go Christmas Eve than Boxing Day I've done everything by it. yeah I think I probably would as well I
4: suppose it's for the Newcastle fans and the Liverpool fans that have to travel on long tell you, way then? yeah it's also for
1: everyone There's... else involved in it
4: mm. yeah. what do you mean I would say
5: what, like, well, all the stewards referees? all the well, it's just loads of people going have to go work on Christmas Eve and have a, well, a full lot of people day of it. Christmas football. Eve, not they? Yeah. By
4: the yeah, way, Nigel, nine, uh, 87% disagree with you in a Clarence Q poll today that pre- football should not be played. That's not like you, Nigel.
1: Oh, uh, should yeah. football be played on <laughs> Boxing Day then? Boxing Day's more of a fan. Well, that's run another, another poll for
3: another, another day. Pole. Another story, Sean. More more content yeah. for you. There you go. Darren Kitchen says, Sacco smiled on Saturday at the same time in distance hell froze over. AU was what? a joy to behold. Surely a forerunner for Hammer of the Year. Cresswell's form him <laughs> a must for the England side. <laughs> what? I sarcasm. That's,
5: that's sarcasm.
3: Just a Lee Peathers says, how much would it cost to pay up British's contract? Sean, any
4: idea? Um... So, he's on about 1.2 million a year. So, what has he got? I mean, Less than just, a just under a million pounds.
3: Ed Hawthorne says, if Billich had never played for us, would he have been sacked by now? No. They don't sack managers, are they? Because
4: they don't sack people. Well, managers. Uh
3: Alex McFarlane asks about the uh, investors we've already touched on that Ed Hughes yeah. says boring football lack of, con- lack of confidence square pegs in round holes if the broad plan is to keep Slav what does he do to turn it around Nigel as one of the only real billet supporters on the podcast what does he do to turn it around
1: <coughs> well look we've we've shut up shop with the defence we're playing better defensively he's got a little tinkering to do Lanzini's coming back Lanzini's our creative player Let's see what he can do now. Lanzini's back on. Sacco back getting the goals. We've got some few easy games coming up, Burnley, Brighton, Palace. you know, I think by the end of October we could be sitting in top ten. And let's hear the moaners moan.
2: <laughs>
4: Andrew Johnson
3: <laughs> says, Great interview with David Cross. Really enjoyable listen. Thinking about his observation that players of his area were only 85% right when they played, it does beg the question why so. Many of our current crop always seem to have something bloody well wrong with them. Yeah, we agree. Paul Cole says, I've been a supporter of this board and the way they have turned things around since the Biscuit Barons, but their indecisive approach to managers, in brackets, Big Fat Sam and now Billich, where they write off a season and let contracts run out, is more than annoying. They need to accept they've made a mistake and put it right. I agree with that. Oh, I agree sort of, they are sort of just writing off the season aren't they if they're just going to let it sort of Peter well,
5: they
1: done out well they've done it with Avram right? him,
5: didn't they they, they let yep. that Peter too long
1: with Billich so though if he does well if he gets a cup run and finishes top 10 they can't sack him
4: no they're oh, not no, going to no, sack sorry. him they're just Ooh, not going like to give him a new let contract let there's a difference between sacking why yes they can oh, oh, yes they can yes they can
1: <laughs> jog on next, one. Oh, next uh,
3: one we go over to we go over to to Twitter uh, Robert Jesse says, "Are we deluded? We moan when we don't win. We win and we still moan. We must be making any future manager really excited about coming in."
5: Uh, I've heard all this on the radio today. They keep saying stuff. That, I think the bottom line is is that people have been they've all been sold this this dream move, this success, this whatever. I just think people are just getting a bit tired of it all because it's John. just same old, same old. Yep.
4: Is it true you bumped into Ancelotti in Stratford oh.
5: on Saturday? <laughs> well, you 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 were quite keen to get that out there, so yeah, you did.
4: So yes. tell us about it. How did you bump into him?
5: Well, he's, he's a family friend
4: in the departure <laughs> lounge of to say Airport. That. Yeah.
5: Well, we've got that wrong, really. We should have just said London, London Airport. Anthony
2: Collins
3: but, says, "How long do you give it until Hernandez will want to leave?"
4: No, I
3: don't think he'd want to leave yet. And Hick says, isn't it time for the Bilic outcamp to get behind Slav on the side? He never hides away and never makes excuses. Awful display but a good result.
5: Yes, it is. Just get on with it. If they, if, definitely as well, if they keep signing, they're just going to he does him, say he says the
3: doubters should try and see the positives we've got two wins from the last three home games plus a dow- narrow loss to a title contender seven points from the last twelve and three clean sheets Lanzini to be match fit soon onwards and upwards there's a positive man yeah and that's it for Facebook to the question time so that leaves us with predictions for Burnley are we gonna
1: yeah it'll be our next game will not it
3: yeah
1: what do we think Nigel well, starting with you uh, ooh, uh, draw one all. Sean.
4: Uh I'm I know Burnley are doing quite well at the moment, but I'm gonna go for a surprising two nil win away and it will shock people. Hernandez with a brace.
5: John I was gonna say a draw as well, so I'll go for a nil nil. I was gonna say a nil nil.
3: I'll go for a uh, one nil loss. Hey. Hey. to end the, pos- uh, the podcast positively now I Sean, guess we're no, not here quick, next
4: week
5: yeah because Sean, it's no, the
4: international break
5: question Sean, Sean, Go Sean. On. Sean what's happening with these flags that have been confiscated
4: Um, I I, I have got people looking into it I, I'm only aware of one is there more than one I think one? there was a couple I sent oh, you about
1: one or one. two I thought
4: yeah so I've got people looking into it the WISA think... one was nicked wasn't it yeah, it was returned, though, I believe. Was it? Yeah. Look, look there are certain places, there is n- new advertising, there's new brand. People keep on putting it over advertising. People are paying a lot to have that advertising. Well,
5: they're not People advertising anything. Only advertising they can't
4: put flags the where they stadium. are. The the rule is you must give them to a matchday SLO, and a matchday SLO will hang them up in the allotted club london area you cannot just hang flags where you want that's that. stopped this season. modern day stadium the
1: club have up because they knew that was going to happen last season when they told people to get the flags that, that they oh come
4: well, on they, they knew
1: that that they where they were putting the flags was empty well,
4: we thought if there wasn't a naming yeah. provider no, no we didn't
1: they no. knew that wasn't theirs to have that was to the stadiums advertising. Ad-
5: advertising was coming in for the world so, championships no it Wait till I get my flag out. That well
1: point.
2: there is There'll be
5: fires <laughs> <five> coming <laughs> that one then. <laughs> that digital That digital Sean was coming, wasn't it, for the World Championships you knew that.
4: The, the digital was coming. It's funny enough they still got no advertiser on it, it's still not paying for itself. Um so you can't put it I know you know, Cologne Hammers put some and it got taken down. You can't put it over a advertising holding even if it is not covering over a logo because the TV cameras point that way and there is a rule not to have flags by the where, where sponsors are paying millions rule. of
1: pounds a football stadium well it ain't a football stadium actually is it
4: well
3: it's not as stadium a go, is, is it, go, is it? Isn't it? A so flagged it's prophetic
1: isn't it
4: yeah
3: that's it for more podcast this week
4: yeah I was just going to say yeah. although we're not here right. next week we will and I'm going to try and get someone lined up for Nigel then have another uh, so next week we'll hopefully have another interview special by Nigel Kahn who doesn't know this yet ta da thanks for
3: listening I've been George Sean has been here John has been
5: uh, sitting around with my mate Angelotti Nigel sex and has drugs been. and
1: Billy Chin.
3: Oh. <laughs> <coughs> thanks for listening come on, you irons come on you
4: irons Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.
1: Bobby Moore, more than just a
6: podcast.